Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello. A very warm welcome to our brand new series, Crime Fighters, The Radical Journey. Written by Pinado Abduwaba with a special contribution from Nigerian writer Helen Habila. Our story takes place in the African country of Kululaland. And we start at the crowded Domingo shopping mall, where many young people meet to have lunch and socialize. As our story begins, terror has just struck. A bomb has just gone off in a cosmetic shop. The police have secured the scene while they gather evidence. And family members are waiting outside for news of their loved ones. The commissioner of police himself is there, along with two young officers, Inspector Brenda and Cadet Inspector Jude. Let's join them for our first episode, The Suicide Bomber. Sergeant, Sergeant, make sure nobody comes in, only uniformed personnel, and keep the wounded on this side of the fence. Sir, we've confirmed that it was a suicide bombing. The cosmetics shop was crowded. Five people died along with the bomber. We're still counting the wounded. The body parts we've collected, including the bomber's head, have been taken to the mob for identification. Excellent. Inspectors Brenda and Jude, I want you two to work with me closely on this case. This is the third bombing in four weeks. We have to get to the bottom of this. I saw the bomb squad on their way out. Do they have anything concrete yet? So far, what we know is that it was an IED, an improvised explosive device. The bomber was wearing an explosive belt. From the samples we've collected, it contained gunpowder, dynamite, and ammonium nitrate, most likely fertilizer. So it was locally made. What about the bomb belt? Does it match the others? That's yet to be confirmed. We'll go to the mall first, then we'll ask the bomb squad whether they have a conclusive result. Very well. Off you go. Sir, what we do know is that the suicide bomber was a woman, which is unusual, because as you know, it's generally men who carry out this sort of attack. A woman? How strange. But it isn't the first time, and recent events seem to suggest that this could become a trend. Excuse me, is anyone here? Yes, right here I'm coming. Good afternoon. Hello, I'm Inspector Brenda from the Takoka Regional Police Headquarters. And this is my colleague, Cadet Inspector Jude. Hello. We're here to see the remains of the suicide bomber. Of course. Right this way, madam. Only the head is identifiable, I'm afraid. The rest of the body is in pieces. Here, if you're ready, I lift the cloth. Oh, no. Jude, are you okay? I'll be fine. I'm sorry. Give us a minute, please. Don't worry. I see that in a lot of new officers. Jude. Brenda, I... Come on. Be brave. You'll see a lot more of that in this job. But I do understand. It is your first time seeing a corpse. <laughs> or rather, half a corpse. You don't understand, Brenda. I know her. What do you mean you know her? Her name is... Oh, was Zora. She was my girlfriend at university. But we broke up three months ago. 
This is serious, Jude. I'm sorry. But it means we'll have to take you off the case. I'll speak to the commissioner right away. No. No, Brenda. Please don't do that. Please. This case is an opportunity for me to get ahead in the force, don't you see? I don't know, Jude. Let me think about it. the media already onto it. It's all over the news. Jude, please quickly turn up the volume. Let's listen. We don't want them complicating issues in an ongoing investigation. Okay, Brenda, where is the remote? Ah, here it is. In a development believed to be unprecedented in Kululaland, mm -hmm. the body of the suicide bomber at the Domingo shopping mall mm -hmm. has been identified as 20-year-old Zora Kasim, daughter of the current Commissioner of Finance, Honorable Kasim. She had just graduated from Takoka University with a Bachelor of Science degree in Economics. The police say they have yet to establish any link between her and a terrorist group or any motive to suggest why she may have carried out the attack. Okay, that's enough. Inspector Brenda, Cadet Inspector Jude. Sir. Sir, how did it go at the morgue? Very well, Mr. Commissioner. I've just finished speaking with Honorable Kasim, the suicide bomber's father. He seems to have had no clue. He tells me he was very close to his daughter. Zora was the youngest child and the only girl. The others are all boys and much older. Honorable Kasim says he can't think of anything about her behavior that even hinted she might do something like this. Maybe it's too early for him to be sure. We'll have to go and question him again when he's taken it all in. You're right. Honorable Kasim went home as soon as I broke the news. His wife is completely distraught. Jude, what's the matter with you? You are unusually quiet today. Nothing, sir. I have a bad headache, that's all. Make sure you take something for it. Yes, sir. Now, what kind of friends did the deceased have? You said you had managed to speak to someone? Uh, yes, briefly. Her closest friend is a girl called Patricia. She said she hadn't seen Zora for a while. She's only just got back from a stay in our home village. We'll be interviewing her more thoroughly soon. What about boyfriends, family members, lecturers, anyone we should be talking to? We've spoken to three of Zora's former lecturers. They were all very shocked. They said she more or less kept to herself. She was one of the brightest students and got a first-class degree. We're hoping to speak to other family members once they've all been informed. We need a more radical approach. What are we missing? Think. Think, guys. Could it be that somebody forced her to go inside the mall wearing the bomb belt and then detonated it with a remote? That's a possibility. Check with the forensics to see whether the bomb could have been detonated that way. Please get in touch with Honorable Kasim and let me know as soon as you have something new. Yes, yes sir. sir. Lord, look at them. Oh, don't worry, boss. I'll protect you. Oh, these journalists. Impossible. I'll get you to the house. Hey, you. Don't move any closer. Get back. You, get back. Just one question. Is your daughter affiliated to Scambo, the warlord of the swords? No comment. How long has your daughter been a part of a terrorist organization? No comment, I say. No camera. No microphone. Get back. No comment. Leave me alone. Oh, phew. 
What a day. Lado? Are you alone in the house? Yes, I'm alone. Oh, Zora. My daughter has been taken from me. This is a tragedy. Oh, calm down. Leave me alone. I don't want to see anybody. What have I done? What sin have I committed? Why am I being forced to witness this atrocity? I'm finished. I'm Lado. finished. Lado, you have to calm down. Don't make it any harder than it already is. People are watching us now to see how we react. Is that all you care about? How people will react? Does it mean anything to you that your daughter has killed herself? Can't you ever see beyond politics and your own political ambition? Lado, you have to watch your tongue. You are unbelievable. Leave me alone. I don't want to speak to you right now. Don't come anywhere near me until I say so. <laughs> what do you mean until you say so? We have to arrange the funeral. Lado! Lado! And on that dramatic note, we end the first episode of our series, The Radical Journey. Join us again next time to see how the story continues. Until then, you can visit our website, dw.com slash crimefighters or join us for a discussion on Facebook. Bye for now.